BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Today is Monday, August 7, 2023, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. The Congressional Black Caucus demands Democrat Senator Dick Durbin stop the blue slip uh, policy in the judiciary nomination process. I'll explain to you how this policy is rooted in racism and break down the reform that the CBC is asking for. Timmy Fox got some misdirected heat for a social media post about Jesus, Jennifer Anderson, called her anti-Semitic. He apologized. The ADL says, thanks for the clarification, but why in the hell did he need to give one? He wasn't talking about Jews. What in the hell is wrong with folks? Tennessee reps Justin Jones and Justin Pearson reclaimed their seats in overwhelming margins after racist Republicans tried to expel them for protesting in assembly Chambers will be joined by Justin Pearson on today's show. Not if you buck. Oh my God. On the Alabama riverfront, a black dock worker gets attacked by a group of white men. Oh, but the black cavalry came to the rescue. Black social media has been lit for the last 48 hours. And we'll show you all of the angles, all of the memes, and break it all down. Plus, Texas A&M last week released an internal review in the Kathleen McElroy saga. They apologized to her, paid her a million dollar settlement. Mm, but I'm not satisfied. I'm explaining to you why two white conservative Texas A&M University Board of Regents members need to resign from their positions. Oh, it's time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Black Man Montgomery on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got whatever the miss, he's on it. 
Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. When you win, you are supposed to act like you won. So why are Senate Democrats so weak and timid when it comes to getting their appointments confirmed? The Congressional Black Caucus, they have been challenging Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Dick Durbin for him allowing Republicans to continue to block federal judges, U.S. attorneys, and other positions using the blue slip. Now, the blue slip policy is not constitutional. It's not a rule. It's a custom. And what the custom is, is that they allow the two senators from a state to determine whether or not a nominee goes forward. So if they return a blue slip, well, then they put a hold on the nomination. Well, the CBC has made it clear that there are two judges that need to be confirmed uh, who have been blocked because of this blue slip. Now, again, the blue slip is a tradition. Again, historically given a home state senator the ability to stop a lower court nominee by refusing to return the blue slip to the committee. The committee chairman, in this case, Democrat Dick Durbin, he decides how strictly the precedent is upheld and enforced. In a letter addressed to Durbin, CBC Chair Stephen Horsford calls on Durbin to use his power as the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee to institute several reforms immediately before the CBC can consider the nominations of Jerry Edwards Jr. to the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Louisiana and Brandon Long for the Eastern District of Louisiana. Reforms include waiving the blue slip custom for U.S. attorney and U.S. marshals requiring the return of only one blue slip from a home state senator for each nominee, requiring senators who refuse to return a blue slip for a nominee to state their basis of objection with particularity, example, state while the nominee is unqualified, as a measure of accountability and then to ensure the opposition is non-discriminatory and memorializing a process to engage CBC members with a jurisdictionality vested interest in the nomination. Now, here's the deal. The blue slip policy, y'all, dates back to Jim Crow. But not only that, it has been used to block black lawyers from, and African Americans from being able to get many of these positions in Mississippi, in Alabama, in Florida, in Louisiana, in Texas. Now, here's what's crazy. When Trump was president, Republican Senator Ron Johnson and Tammy, Democrat Tammy Baldwin did not return a blue slip on a judge that came from their state. He didn't give a damn. He went for it anyway. So it's not like we don't have precedent. 
my panel, Dr. Julianne Malvo. She's president emerita of Bennett College, also an economist. Dr. Amakongo Dabinga, a professorial lecturer, School of International Service, American University. Uh, Renita Shannon, former Georgia State Representative out of Atlanta. Glad to have three of y'all here. See, see, here's the thing here, um, um, Renita. You got red states that the Democrats are not going to win. Oklahoma. We know DeMario Solomon Simmons has been on here, and they, ha they have unfilled judicial nominations, they have unfilled U.S. attorney picks. Uh, we now go to other states as well. Biden is in, Biden has in their third year. So it's like, what the hell are you waiting on? When you win, you win. When you win, act like it. Absolutely, you're right. And that is many of the criticisms that folks have in public, which is for Democrats, which is when you win, act like you win and use that full power because you don't know how long you're going to have that full power. And so to reform the blue slip process, the CDC is absolutely correct in this because this has put us black folks as a, at a disadvantage because that, pow that process is so very powerful. As you mentioned, it's just precedent, but people are still sticking to this precedent for the most part. And so we just went through this very recently when we had to get a new federal judge in Georgia whereby the two U.S. senators pretty much hold all the power as to who is going to get that appointment. And so it, there definitely needs to be some sort of reform around this. I do like the suggestions that the Black Caucus has um, to make this more equitable, because any time that you have got two people and look, you look at how many people, how, how, how low our numbers are in the U.S. Senate as far as Black people that are elected, any time where you've got two people who are likely not to be Black holding all the power, that never bears well for Black folks. Uh, and, and the thing here, I, I, I'm sorry, you got to put a time limit on this, Omakongo. Uh, you got to literally say, hey, you know what? We'll get, we'll give you six months, max a year. But damn this holding up stuff for two, three, four years. Republicans have done this. They have blocked the appointments. I remember when, when that racist Jesse Helms representing North Carolina. He will go, oh, uh, the court's fine. Uh, they don't need any help with their docket. When the judges was complaining, we need help. They were blocking Democrats from appointing judges, and Democrats went along with that crap because, like, oh, what happens when we don't have the power? Damn that. You got it right now. Use it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Look, when you win, go in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period, bottom line. I don't get it. You know, I was already disappointed when I finally realized that Biden really had no interest in expanding the Supreme Court, right? People say, oh, he's a traditionalist. But expanding the court's not breaking the law. But all of these other areas, when you talk a look at the military with Tuberville and what he's doing, there are so many other areas where the Biden administration and the Senate Democrats can really make some headway. We busted our behinds to make sure that we kept the Senate majority. And why, it, like you said, this, this election, this presidency is almost up. We don't know what's going to happen in 2024. We don't know. We know there's no guarantee there. And to be quite honest, I really feel like actions like these, particularly as they become more public, you know, many average people who, like, don't really follow stuff may not know things like this. But when these stories start to come out, some of the more uh, hardcore Democrats, 
or younger Democrats, this is the type of stuff that's going to make them want to say, what's the point in getting out to vote? Because you guys are not going to be as aggressive as we need you all to be. And we have seen this time and time again with this administration as well as with this Senate. We understand what's going on in the House, but the Senate too many times, and they're on all of this, oh, the gentlewoman, the gentle lady, my dear friend, this and that. These guys are, their dear friends are supporting racist policies. They're supporting, you know, policies that remove women's choice. And, and the list goes on and on and on. And as it was said, this is a remnant of Jim Crow. So if you're not going to take a stance on that publicly and, 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 fierce, and fearlessly, many people are going to be asking, what are you doing and why am I wasting my time? Now, I'm not going to ask why am I wasting my time in Democrats, but I am going to say, what are you doing? Julian? You know, uh, I agree with everything that Obama Congo and Renita have said. This, this is ridiculous. Um, two judges held in abeyance don't want to pull the blue slip, whatever you know, the terminology is. This is a remnant of Jim Crow, but even more than that, it ties Democrats' hands. I do not understand. First of all, I don't understand all that gentle lady, gentle. They ain't gentle people. They're crazy. So why are we calling them gentle, my dear friend? They're not your friend. They're not coming to your house. But beyond, but beyond that part, the history is a fraught history. And beyond that part, Democrats need to be more aggressive. Democrats are wusses. I mean, I, I'm a Democrat. But official Democrats are wusses. They refuse to roll their sleeves up, uh, cock their fists, and fight. Why do we go through, you got the Latasha Browns, the Melanie Campbells, why do we go through all the trouble to get people out to vote if once we vote these suckers in, and yes, I said these suckers in, I'm keeping it clean, once we vote them in, they refuse to do their job. All we're asking them to do is to do their job. And precedent be damned. Um, go to my iPad. Uh, this is a press release from 2017 uh, when Dianne Feinstein was the ranking member on the Senate Judiciary Committee. And so you'll see here, this is November 29th. This is right there, the date, November 29th, 2017. So this is what she said. This morning, this morning's Judiciary Committee nominations hearing includes a nominee who has yet to receive both blue slips from home state senators. Uh, she then goes on to say the blue slip ensures the White House doesn't ignore those bipartisan processes which produce well-qualified candidates. But this is what she said. The last time a judge was confirmed without two blue slips was 1989. Fewer than five judges have been confirmed without two blue slips in the past 100 years. She says, during the administration of President Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton, no circuit court or district court nominees were confirmed without blue slips from both home state senators. She says, fact, Chairman Chuck Grassley had one policy for President Obama's nominees. He has a different policy for President Trump's nominees. From 2015 to 2016, Grassley did not hold hearings on the following Obama nominees because they didn't have two blue slips. But then she goes on to sit here and say how um, he uh, ignored that whole deal when it came to Trump. So here's my whole deal. Durbin, what the hell are you doing? Your predecessor, he was like, hey, we're confirming them. And the judges is a whole different deal. The thing for me here, this is where U.S. attorneys, U.S. marshals, I mean, give me a break. Now is the time for Dick Durbin to get off his butt and, and stand up and be a leader. 
President Obama, excuse me, President Biden won. We, we, black folks went out and elected Ossoff and Warnock, giving Democrats the majority in the Senate. It's time to stop blocking great black talent. Pull a graphic up. So here's what I want y'all to do. It's time for us to send a message to Senator Dick Durbin that we stand with the CBC. Here are the phone numbers to his offices. And this is what has to happen. You have got to pick that phone up and call Senator Dick Durbin's offices to let him know, point blank, that we stand with the CBC and enough with the blue slip nonsense. It is time to confirm federal judges, U.S. attorneys, and U.S. marshals. That main number I want you to call is 202-224-2152. We are going to show these numbers every single day. He needs to hear from us. Black people in Illinois, y'all need to be calling your home state senator and tell him, poop or get off the pot. It's time for him to do the right thing and stop playing these games. And so this is how we're going to respond. And so enough of this nonsense. It's time for Senator Dick Durbin to stand up to these Republican obstructionists who are blocking the advancement. They lost. Biden-Harris won. Enough said. It's time to get going. All right, y'all. Got to go to break. We come back. Uh, lots more to talk about, including... Okay, I was busy last week at the National Association of Black Journalists Convention. And I saw the tweet Jamie Foxx put out. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. And all of a sudden, he has to apologize for anti-Semitism, for some stuff that black churches have been saying for decades? 
Yeah, I got something to say about that. Plus, two white conservatives on the Texas A&M border regions showed their ideology and how they black, how they blocked a quali a overly qualified black woman from running the Department of Journalism. Texas A&M has released an internal review, including their text messages. It is time for those two to resign, and we're gonna show you and name them who they are. Lots to break down right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Y'all watch on YouTube, hit the like button. Download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, you can also, of course, join our Bring the Funk fan club. Send a check in money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App, Dallas Sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. We'll be right back. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene. A white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Next on The Frequency with me, D. Barnes, the poetess, Felicia Morris is in the house. She's an MC, a recording artist, uh, a hip-hop historian, broadcast journalist, and an entrepreneur. The advantages was I got to do an album and hear my music on the radio and travel around the country with a major label. I was um, label mates with Tupac and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Welcome The Poetess right here on The Frequency in the Black Star Network. Hey, what's up? It's Sammy Roman. Hey, it's John Murray, the executive producer of the new Sherry Shepard Talk Show. It's me, Sherry Shepard, and you know what you're watching, Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, award-winning actor, comedian, as well as singer, Jamie Foxx. Well, he got some heat for a social media post. All right, y'all, so this is what he posted. They killed Jesus. They killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. That's it. That's, that's the post. Said fake friends. Hashtag fake friends. Drop the lower thirds. Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. That's it. That's it. But for some, because he put they, oh, 
They said that, oh, he implied that he was talking about Jews. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston is one of them. Y'all got her tweet? Come on, post it. Okay, all right. So, okay, I don't know why we have, hold on. Okay, let me find it. All right, let me find what she posted, y'all. So, hold on. So, this is what she posted. Jennifer Aniston posted, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds, I do not support any form of anti-Semitism. And I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. So Jennifer Aniston, Aniston decides to label this anti-Semitism. So somebody said, oh, actor Demi Fox posts horrifically anti-Semitic message to his 16.7 million followers. And then they have the Jimmy Fox post. That, that, that's literally how what she posted. So what then happens? Jamie issues an apology. I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my post. I know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never in my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant with they, not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always, Danny Fox. That's, that, that's what actually happened. That was it, y'all. But, oh, all these people want to weigh in. So, um, Jonathan Greenblatt, who is CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, he posts... First of all, this is what he initially said. Um, we welcome Jamie Foxx's apology and thank him for his clarification. Furthermore, we wish him well as he recovers from his prior hospitalization. Then he goes, truly appreciate Jamie Foxx reaching out and confirming privately what he also said publicly. His message of love for the Jewish community is crucial in this time of rising hate. We are stronger together. Okay. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Jonathan Greenblatt, here's my question for y'all. Do y'all know any black people? Any? Have y'all been to any black churches? Have y'all listened to any black pastors? Because in the black community, they kill Jesus. It's common. Black folks warns people against trusting too easily. In fact, if Jennifer Aniston or Jonathan Greenblatt, if y'all took any time to actually look at social media and look at the responses from black people, you would discover what black people mean. Jamel Hill, the people intent on misunderstanding you will continue to do so no matter how much you explain yourself. So don't explain yourself. Word to Jamie Foxx. Yep. I mean, we can sit here uh, and go on and on at numerous people right here. And you will see this guy posts, this Jamie Foxx thing illuminates how unfamiliar cultures are with each other sometimes. 
Black people often state some form of what Jamie said, and it's not about Jewish people, but the world and backstabbers. The root of this saying is John 15, 20. That, that, that's literally what the brother Darren Briggs said. That, that's, that's what he said. Dr. Mia Brett, Jamie Foxx used a phrase with his own meaning in the black community. He apologized and doesn't owe us anything. This should be a moment of cross-cultural understanding, not one of forcing black people to understand us without offering the same. Yep. That, that's black people. Yep. I mean, we can literally go. Somebody posted this here. They said, this is the fake friend that Jamie Foxx was talking about. It's a photo with him and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, if I sat here, y'all, and just go through here, um, and read this. In fact, this is one on white on Twitter. He says, I'm not going to go into whether or not Jamie Foxx's Instagram post, which was allegedly liked by Jennifer Aniston, is anti-Semitic or not. In the story of Jesus, he was betrayed by a follower named Judas before he was killed by the Roman Empire. The term Judas is another word in pop culture for a fake friend. I believe that this is what Jamie Foxx was alluding to, and given the fact that he adamantly apologized, I tend to believe him. With this said, the myth that Jesus was killed by Jewish people is simply incorrect. Even Pope Benedict XVI said there's no basis for this myth. People are too fast to attack one another, trying to put things in context, in my honest opinion. There's no place for anti-Semitism in America, but when, watered down, but when we water down the definition of an anti-Semite, or for that matter, other terms like groomers, pedophiles, or cults, you're doing a disservice to society and a service to anti-Semites, groomers, pedophiles, and cults. Chill out, people. Humanity isn't as bad as you think. Okay, that's it. Krasenstein. Okay, All right, that, that, that's what he posted. Jamie Foxx was talking about fake friends. So it's only ironic that he gets heat from someone that was on the fake living single. Excellent point. The point here I think is really important. And that is, non-black people should understand that there are things that we say that ain't about them. There are phrases that we use, black mamas, black daddies, Black pastors, black deacons, black evangelists, all the time. And if the ADL or anybody else is going to demand an apology from black people, y'all are going to be asking a whole bunch of pastors to apologize for giving sermons. This, to me, is idiotic. And so, are we now supposed to now go, I mean, let me, let me walk carefully anytime we say they? This is nonsensical. And Jennifer Anderson, Anderson, you were wrong. Those of you who chose to highlight this, y'all are wrong too. And so at some point, if everyone, and y'all, oh my goodness, when I say y'all, oh my God, is he mentioning us who are Jewish? No, y'all means everybody not black. Y'all need to understand that we also have the right 
to create terms and phrases that have meaning in our culture, and it ain't about y'all. Julian, you're first. This is absurd. I wish Jamie Foxx had not apologized because he doesn't have anything to apologize for. He was betrayed, as he said, by a fake friend. He said, you know, basically what he said. Not to paraphrase, just to say, he had nothing to apologize for. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. These people have gone... Their anti-blackness is pervasive, and Jennifer Aniston needs to be ashamed of herself. Omakongo? I think that he did the right thing um, by apologizing. And the reason why is because we knew what he meant. And the fact of the matter is, when you look at Black culture... Like you said, we've always said this. Look at Nas's video, you can hate me now, taking on the persona of Jesus Christ and the like. And because he didn't mean to offend anybody, I think it made sense for him to just say, hey, this is what I meant. Now, beyond that, we need to take advantage of these teachable moments. We know that outrage is an industry nowadays. At the same time, we also know that there are high intentions within the Jewish community with these synagogue shootings and the like. But like you said, Roland, people have to understand that we have a culture too. And so he can apologize for that. But where does the part from the Jewish community come and saying, let's have a conversation so we can build what a lot of people try to do. They try to, you know, label him and connect him to Kanye because they did a song in 2004. And then they started bringing all of these other things into it. And that's where the outrage outrage industry started to pick up. Jennifer Anderson definitely sold him out. And, you know, I'm just glad that he did that 
But the question for the rest of America and the rest of society is, where do we go from here? Is it, oh, all of a sudden we're going to stop? Or are people still going to attack him? Are they going to try to have him lose things? Or are we going to try to build and learn from this? Because what you've been laying down, Roland, you've been talking to educating people about our culture. Now there's other people out there who can speak about Jewish things and build on that. And so I knew that Jamie Foxx, or I, I don't know him, but I felt where he was coming from, and I, we understood it from jump. But now let's build and continue the conversation together. Well, for me, Renita, this is not necessarily about building a conversation. This is about other people who want us to be mindful of tropes and things that they say. I need them to respect black culture. I need them Absolutely. to learn about black culture. I got, go to my iPad, some guy named Stephen Goldstein said, I criticized Jamie Foxx for invoking an infamous anti-Semitic trope. Some replied, we should accept his explanation that it was not aimed at us Jews, but thousands of non-Jews interpreted his post as aimed at Jews and expressed support for that, including on my page, so painful. Well, guess what, Stephen Goldstein? I'm going to do the same thing. I invite you and Jonathan uh, uh, Greenblatt to come on this show, a show targeted to black people, and have this conversation. Now, we reached out, to the, we reached out to the ADL. They haven't responded. I tweeted uh, a, a green black. They ain't responded. Now this dude Stephen Goldstein apparently follows me. I'm gonna send him a DM because th this is th this is a perfect example where again folks need to understand not everything is about you. It's also learning about us. Absolutely, this is people trying to be involved in black vernacular and they have no idea what they are talking about. Um, the other problem with this is Jamie Foxx already apologized and people are still saying that's not good enough. Here's my question. Where are all these folks with the smoke for people like Trump and even right here in Georgia, um, uh, the uh, Governor Kemp? Because I don't even remember seeing this much smoke when Trump basically had the Proud Boys marching saying Jews will not replace us. I don't, some of these people who are coming out, did Jennifer Aniston do a big thing about that? Uh, you know, and, you know, even as late as this weekend, we had people passing out anti-Semitic flyers in Georgia, and Brian Kemp did an apology, and people hailed him as providing such great leadership. Okay, but they don't remember when he ran a campaign of hate against half of the state in 2018 when he ran against Stacey Abrams, and people didn't have smoke for that. So I just think it's very interesting that the amount of smoke that's coming towards Jamie Foxx also feels discriminatory to me, because when you have people who absolutely have no shame and who have never apologized for directly and intentionally, and we're not even talking misunderstandings here, directly and intentionally attacking the Jewish community. People seem to, when they are white, people seem to have open arms later on and they can forget about what has happened. But Jamie Foxx here has apologized and still some people are saying not enough. Jennifer better be uh, quiet because I'm seeing folks on the internet saying the, uh, the folding chair is coming for her next. Well, uh, first of all, I'm not trying to beat nobody up or anything along those lines. What I am, what I am saying is if you don't take, if you, if you automatically assume something and you have no understanding, I mean, the th there are thousands of black people who have been talking about, wait a minute, this is what that phrase means when we say that, what it means. So again, what I'm saying is, if people want us to be sympathetic to phrases, they need to also listen to us to understand what happens when we say stuff and what it means. And so it's not always about what you infer, it's also about what we imply. 
and that's important, and that needs to be understood. All right, hold tight one second. When we come back, uh, one of the reps that the Republicans kicked out uh, won his seat. We'll talk about his Justin Pearson. When we come back, a roller mark on the I got some words for Texas A&M University. It's time for two of those Board of Regents members to resign. I will break it down for you. Also, folks, the Haitian Astros with the White House today and lots of praise for my man Dusty Baker, who finally got that World Series title he had been looking for. We'll show you what President Biden had to say, as well as what Houston Astros owner Jim Crane had to say. Plus, let's get ready to rumble! Lord, the brawl in Montgomery has had black folks on social talking. We're going to show you all the angles and the responses and the memes have been flying fast and furious. We got it all for you right here. Rolling Mark Unfiltered on the Black, black Star Network. Be sure to get my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available bookstores nationwide, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Books A Million. Download your copy on Audible. Don't forget to give and support our show. Your dollars make it possible to do what we do. Send your check and money order P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 2003-7-0196. Cash App, dollar sign, Unfiltered. PayPal, or Martin Unfiltered. Venmo's RM Unfiltered. Zale, Roland at com. We'll be right back. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, the studies show that millennials and Gen Xers will be less well off than their parents. What can we do to make sure that we get to children younger and that they have the right money habits? Well, joining me on the next Get Wealthy is an author who's created a master playbook. Be willing to share some of your money mistakes, right? If that's what, if that's what you have to lean on, um, start with the money mistakes that you have made, but don't just tell the mistake, right? Tell the lesson in the mistake. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie. How are you being of service to others? Doing for someone beside yourself is such a big part of living a balanced life. We'll talk about what that means, the generation that missed that message, and the price that we're all paying as a result. Well, now all I see is mama getting up in the morning, going to work, maybe dropping me off at school, then coming back home at night, and then I really didn't have any type of time with the person that really was there to nurture me and prepare me and to show me what uh, a life looked like and what service looked like. That's all on the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, here Black Star Network. This week on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, reparations, is it finally time? Two of the country's foremost authorities on the subject will join me to try to answer that very question. A powerful installment of The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, right here, only on The Black Star Network. Hey, what's up? Geek to the reason place to be. Got kicked out your mama's university, creator and executive producer of Fat Tuesdays, the air hip-hop comedy. But right now, I'm rolling with Roland Martin. Unfiltered, uncut, unplugged, and undamn believable. You hear me? All right, folks, conservatives love talking about how they're fiscal conservatives, so why did they waste taxpayer money? 
expelling two black members of the legislature, forcing them to run in special elections. They won, but the bottom line, it was a complete waste of time. They were overwhelmingly elected by the people as Representative Justin Pearson, Representative Justin Jones in Memphis and Nashville. Representative Pearson joins us right now. Doc, always glad to see you. And it was a complete waste. They thought it was going to work. It did not. And it really was a waste of money to taxpayers. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Yeah, it was nearly a million dollars wasted in this election uh, because of the institutions of white supremacy, the institutions of patriarchy and domination that come out of the Tennessee General Assembly. We have an institution that has been embodied and embroiled in its own power and abusing that power against people of color, against black folks, against LGBTQIA folks, against socioeconomically depressed folks for a long time. And any time that we see a usurpation of that power, any time we see others who speak up and who are willing to stand up against them, they go to the extreme and they overreach even to the detriment of our democracy. And again, there are major issues that have to contend with and really what these people want. These people, like right now, these are the same people who are defending Donald Trump saying he had free speech to lie about the election, but they don't like your free speech or Gloria Johnson's free speech or Justin Jones' free speech. That's right. That's right. I mean, anytime you get oppressed folks who are claiming their power and their right to the same constitution, their right to the same democracy, their right to the same beliefs that many people on the more conservative side or Republican side hold up, then there's a, a white lash, a white response that's always negative. We stood up because 7,000 people came to our capital in the wake of a mass shooting at the Covenant School where six people were killed, including uh, three uh, nine-year-old children. 
because Cameron Sexton and William Lambert wouldn't recognize us to welcome those folks into our chambers, because they would rather call us insurrectionists and call those children insurrectionists, and because they would rather uh, try and expel our voice and expel our community's fight, uh, they did not move forward on any just legislation that could improve our communities. What we are seeing is always the maintenance of white supremacy, the maintenance of patriarchy, the maintenance of the abuse of power, uh, while all of us are being sacrificed uh, because of it. And so when we go back into the special session on August 21st, my hope is that we're going to push forward a democracy and not a mobocracy, which is what we currently have in the state house, and that the people who are outside, who continue to march, who continue to elevate their voices, who continue to make those phone calls and send those emails, will continue to show the supermajority white Republican Party that the status quo is not going to work and that the ways that they have performed and the ways that they have acted over the last year and years and decades is not going to be something that we tolerate moving forward. Um, there are so many things that have to be dealt with, and it's amazing how silent these people are on these issues. Uh, you know, they're pushing forward. Look, I support school choice, but they're trying to use voucher money for religious schools. They want to violate uh, the Constitution. They actually don't care about the education of poor black kids, even poor white kids. They just want to give suburban folks free money to be able to send their kids to private schools. Right. You got the paradoxes of the Republican Party in Tennessee and across this country that is baffling. Uh, a party that says uh, that they are pro-life refuses to provide any resources for education, for housing, for health care. In our state, there's been a refusal to expand Medicaid uh, uh, through Obamacare. You have folks who say they care about the First Amendment, but once black folks, particularly the two youngest black lawmakers, use that First Amendment to advocate for the end of gun violence against the National Rifle Association, the Tennessee Firearms Association, the American Firearms Association, then they go to the most extreme uh, method possible of expulsion. The, the, the Republican Party is about power and is about abusing that power in order to privilege those who are already the most privileged. They're privileged because they are white, they're privileged because they are wealthy, and they only want to keep that. They don't want to eliminate segregation. They don't want to make sure that there's more equitable access to resources and opportunities. They don't want to end poverty, whether that be for black folks or for white folks. They don't want to provide health care to more people. Because if people get access to the things that they need to become who they are supposed to be and who God calls for them to be, then we would change this entire country. And they don't want change. They benefit a whole lot from the way things are. They benefit a whole lot by keeping things the exact same. And any threat to what they deem is their power, any threat to the status quo, any threat to the way that they operate or the way that they function, you speaking up against them, you voting against them, you acting against them in any way, they want to silence it. Now they make it illegal for you to protest outside of our state capitol overnight. They are destroying democracy and eroding democracy because the truth is they don't believe in democracy. They do not want to see what the people have to say. They want to gerrymander our communities. They want to silence our voices. They want to expel our voices. But the people in our district, in Memphis and Millington and District 86, the people in Representative Jones District have sent a really, really clear message. You can't expel a movement. Questions from the panel. Omakongo, you first. Congratulations, Representative Pearson, on your win. I was hearing about a study today that was showing that there are more attempts to suppress the vote in many ways now, more than during the Jim Crow era. Given the fact that you've experienced this firsthand, what message do you give to the rest of the country and the rest of Democrats who may think that Biden's already got it in the bag, we don't have to worry about anything going into 2024, or Trump's going to be indicted, et cetera? What message do you have for us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, our democracy is in peril. 
uh, the fact that our constituents lost their duly elected representative in the 21st century, in the year 2023, shows you that the Republican Party will go to every length possible to silence our voices and to silence the issues that we care about. We cannot afford to be on the sidelines. There's no room on the sidelines for anybody. There is only room for us to be in the game. And if we go back to the way that things were, if we go back to the conditions under President Trump and under that administration, which was filled with lots of terror for people of color, for black folk, for poor folk, if we go back to that way of operating, we are going to live in a country that is devastating for each of us every single day. I vividly remember barely being able to hold, barely being able to breathe for four years just because we were afraid of what the next tweet was going to say and who was going to be attacked and which community was going to be marginalized. Now that type of behavior has gone into the state houses, is in our state houses currently, and is turning into legislation. We cannot afford to sit on the sidelines. President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris have to uh, be reelected, and we have to do everything that we can to go to the polls and also to bring a lot more people with us because they are after power. And they will use and wield that power to destroy our environment, to support corporations, to make sure that the wealthy get wealthier and that the poor get poorer. They will do everything that they can to restrict access to health care. And this will have serious implications and consequences for us and also generations and generations from now, as we see with the Supreme Court. Renata. Good to see you, Representative Pearson, and really glad to see um, your reelection results. My question for you is, most of the state legislatures across the country do not have term limits. And so as a result, you can see people serving decades in the same seat. And sometimes that um, brings a sort of comfortability um, for folks when we really do need them to fight. How has your return, or should I say, has your return to the Democratic caucus um, inspired others um, to take up, to, to be as ferocious as you are about fighting? What effect have, has that had? Mm-hmm. Uh, every person who says that they are a Democrat have a responsibility wherever they are to fight with everything that they have. Look, it, it's hard to be in a supermajority Republican state house, and that's the consequence of gerrymandering and illegal tactics, in my opinion, that have uh, turned a, a state that is a lot more purple, almost all red, uh, because of those negative practices. But even in a state like Tennessee, in the South, We have a responsibility to advocate and to stand up for our people because our people live there. Our communities are there, people who are being marginalized and being oppressed. In this multiracial, multiethnic, multigenerational movement, we are realizing that until everybody is benefiting, specifically black women, until they are benefiting, none of us are benefiting. And my hope is that other Democrats in the state of Tennessee and also across the country realize that they can't take your voice. And if they try to, you have to fight for it, and you have to fight for your community and your constituents. It was very disheartening to hear a lot of my colleagues talk about how they've been silenced for years by the supermajority white Republican Party in Tennessee, and they had just become accustomed to it. But if you become accustomed to that, you become silently complicit in our suffering. And we don't have time for that, not in this moment, not in this time. We've got to use everything that we can, including our voice, including the Internet, including all of our resources, to elevate the issues of our community and to fight back against white supremacy and to fight back against patriarchy and to fight back against these systems of injustices that are crippling and, and, and hurting our country. Julian? First of all, Representative, congratulations on your win, and thank you for your work. Every time I see you and your colleague, I just feel some kind of way, just proud that you all are there. And for somebody who is elder, uh, I only claim that occasionally. But as an elder, I feel okay about sitting down when folk like, young folks like you are standing up. Now, you're in this supermajority state and uh, with Republicans, 
And a lot of folks are really feeling very discouraged about things like this, about the supermajority state um, and the inability to get things done. What do you tell young people who are saying, I don't want to vote? I mean, we talked about it earlier um, this program. Young people who are turned off, primarily because Democrats are wusses, uh, many Democrats, not all of them, but many Democrats. But what do you say to young people, because we're going into 2024, uh, we are going to have an uphill battle. How did we, and, and we're afraid when we look at pollsters, that young people are turned off. What do you say to young people? What do you say to all of us? Uh, one, thank you for your service to our community, to the culture, to the movement. Uh, there's a great song, Glory. It says we need the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Uh, a lot of folks have marched, have protested, have advocated for us to get to this place that we are. And it's so important that we always recognize that and are humble uh, toward those who have served in so many ways to uphold and to keep our communities together. Uh, to young people, to everybody who is interested in, in democracy and its preservation, to anybody who wants to live in a country where the possibility of ending poverty is a reality, where, where it is possible for children to go to school and get the resources that they need. I went to school without textbooks for for, for a short time when I moved back to Memphis. I, I know what it's like to be deprived of those resources. If you are trying to live in a country where women have access to the things that they need for their health care uh, and for their children, if you want to live in a country where we can fight for clean air and clean water and clean soil, if you want to be a part of building that future, you have to actively be a participant, civically engaged in building and being a part of that movement. The reality is, if you do not go to the polls, somebody will. And the person that does go to the polls is the one who, who is making the decisions for you. The person who does go to the polls is the one who's making the decisions about our economy. They're the one who's making the decisions about spending, going to the top 1% and not to the bottom 99%. The person who does go to the polls is the one who is making sure that their voices get heard for the issues that they care about. And if you do not go, somebody is going to the polls to make that choice and make that decision for you. And for this generation, for Generation Z, for millennials, this is the time. And now is the moment for us to make it very clear that not only do we vote, but we vote for progress. We vote for social justice. We vote for racial justice. We vote for economic justice because we are living in a society that is not fair and that is not just and has to be made more fair and has to be made more just. But that will only happen if we vote, if we protest, if we march, and if we stay engaged civically because the people who are not engaged civically are ensuring their legislative eradication. Representative Pearson, always glad to see you. Look, we certainly stand with you. You're welcome to the show anytime. We're going to keep the fight up. Thank you so much. Let's keep going. All right. Thanks a bunch. Folks, we come back. Dusty Baker, honor at the White House. Along the age, you should ask Joe's winning the World Series. I was there as well. We'll show you what President Biden and the Astros owner Jim Crane had to say. Texas A&M, oh, they thought that we were just going to be silent and go away once they gave Kathleen McElroy a million dollars after they screwed up her appointment. Mm-mm, I'm not done, because I'm not satisfied. We're gonna show you some of the BS comments discovered in text messages by two Texas A&M border regents. It's time for them to resign. We're gonna break that down. Plus, the brawl in Montgomery. Everybody's talking about it. You know, we got something to say about it as well. That is next. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie. How are you being of service to others? Doing for someone beside yourself is such a big part of living a balanced life. We'll talk about what that means, the generation that missed that message, and the price that we're all paying as a result. Well, now all I see is mama getting up in the morning, going to work, maybe dropping me off at school, then coming back home at night. And then I really didn't have any type of time with the person that really was there to nurture me and prepare me and to show me what uh, a life looked like and what service looked like. That's all on the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, here at Black Star Network. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Devon Frank. I'm Dr. Robin B., pharmacist and fitness coach, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. It's black and missing. 
Diamond Wilson is missing from Aurora, Colorado. The 17-year-old is 5 feet 6 inches tall, weighs 140 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. Diamond was last seen on June 18th. Anyone with information about Diamond Wilson should call the Aurora, Colorado Police Department at 303-627-3100, 303-627-3100. Today at the Houston Astros with the White House being honored by President Joe Biden for winning the World Series. Second time my hometown team has won the World Series title. President Biden had lots of praise for Dusty Baker, the, the manager. Now, you know it was, it was sweet as well because he got screwed over in D.C. by the Washington Nationals when they fired him. So it was in the course we lost. He lost in the World Series to the Nationals. Uh, first of all, the Astros lost to the Nationals. Uh, but Dusty, then Dusty came back last year. Winning the World Series title in six games against the Philadelphia Phillies. Achievements led by, and this is not hyperbole, the legendary Dusty Baker. <laughs> Worst part was I remember rooting for him as a kid, and I was older than he was. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, it wasn't easy. People counted you out saying you're past your prime. Hell, I know something about that. <laughs> I know something about that. <laughs> Dusty, a former Marine, a man of faith, has never given up with, uh, with a record to prove it. An all-star player, three-time, three-time manager of the year, the first coach to lead five teams to postseason in all of baseball history. And finally, World Series champion as a player and a manager. Yeah. There are plenty of folks rooting for the Astros, uh, but the whole country is rooting for Dusty Baker, I promise you that. The whole country. And we were lucky to pick off Dusty a few years ago, and Dusty has an unbelievable career, everyone knows that, but um, this year he won a World Series. He hadn't won a World Series, believe it or not. <laughs> and I'm happy to turn it over to him, and I'm proud to have Dusty as our manager. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Good afternoon, and uh, we're honored to be here today to represent the city of Houston in this organization. President Biden, First Lady, Dr. Biden, and your team, we thank you for inviting us to the celebration of our championship. These guys deserve it, and we thank you for the hospitality. These guys uh, standing behind me are the greatest guys that I've been around. Uh, they're always bleeding in themselves. They always believed in themselves prior to me even coming here um, that they had the ability to win. And they showed what perseverance and, and character can do for you. Uh, I have these readings every day that I read, and uh, that was about today was perseverance. And, and perseverance has been, you know, the biggest part of my life, and perseverance has been the biggest part of these guys' life, or else you can't make it to the promised land like we did. Uh, these guys uh, uh, 
You know, we're a group of veterans alongside some incredible young men who stepped into big shoes and made big plays for the biggest stage. We all know baseball is a long season and they came to play every day. That's what we talk about all the time. They were consistent in their personalities and confidence and they had each other with unwavering support for each other and love for each other. I mean, I think that is probably one of the biggest things that this team has compared to other teams that I've been in the past is that they genuinely loved each other. And when I asked uh, the late Bill Russell what was the keys to the Celtics, who, whom I didn't like very well, he told me, <laughs> he told me that they loved each other. Uh, 2022 was never about one individual. It was about a group of men coming together to accomplish something very special for this city that supported them. I love them all. You've got to love each, each and every one of them. And it's only a way to come together in a special feeling that is tough to describe and hard to repeat. But we plan on repeating exactly that feeling. Houston's a great city with great people and great fans. Hands down, we're the best baseball fans in America and we couldn't have done it without their support. I said the night we won that if we won one, we'd win two. And so now I gotta keep my word, I like keeping my word. <laughs> and we're in the middle of making it happen right now. Coming off a great series in New York, heading into a big series in Baltimore, probably the biggest series that Baltimore has had in a while, but, yeah. but. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I'm known to be honest, you know. <laughs> no harm intended. And, uh, you know, thank you, Mr. President, and your staff for having us here today. It's an honor. Uh, and again, big congratulations uh, to uh, Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros uh, for uh, their, of course, uh, winning the World Series. Always got to rep my hometown. Uh, and my man Gene Diaz, of course, he's the head of PR uh, for the Astros. And uh, man, was he rocking that new World Series ring. Uh, I took a picture of it there for you. So check that beauty out there. So H-Town, way to go. All right, folks, coming up next, Texas A&M screwed up royally when it came to the hiring of Kathleen McElroy. We now know that white conservatives jumped up, yelled, hollered, screamed, and talking about DEI, were lying. Now, with this internal review, we now know the ideological hatred of university higher-ups as well as members of the Board of Regents. And wait until we show you text messages, what they actually said to one another. And that's why I'm calling for two of these regents to resign, and I'm calling for the black chair, Bill Mayhomes, to stand up and be a black man and say something and do something. That is next. Then after that, we're gonna talk about Montgomery. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered, the black BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Start Network, where black-owned media matters. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene. A white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, the studies show that millennials and Gen Xers will be less well off than their parents. What can we do to make sure that we get to children younger and that they have the right money habits? Well, joining me on the next Get Wealthy is an author who's created a master playbook. Be willing to share some of your money mistakes, right? If that's what if that's what you have to lean on, um, start with the money mistakes that you have made. But don't just tell the mistake, right? Tell the lesson in the mistake. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. 
Hello, we're the Critter Fixers. I'm Dr. Bernard Hodges. And I'm Dr. Terrence Ferguson. And you're tuned in to Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, uh, we've been telling you about uh, the, the sad debacle at Texas A&M University with the hiring or the screwed-up hiring of Kathleen McElroy. So here was the deal. Texas Tribune has been reporting this. So Kathleen McElroy, esteemed journalist, grossly overqualified to run the Department of Journalism at Texas A&M. Used to have one when I was there, got rid of it, now they're bringing it back, okay? So, set, five-year contract, tenure, all that good stuff. Texas A&M makes a big deal out of it. They have a signing ceremony. Uh, we got the video, show it. Uh, I mean, big hoopla, again, uh, hiring her. Well, then all of a sudden, that's when the drama started. Then the president got involved, and the Board of Regents got involved. And then that led to changes in the contract. Then she tells what happened. Then all of a sudden, this thing blows up, goes public. President Kathleen Banks, she starts lying. What she didn't know, she wasn't involved. Well, that was all lies. She eventually resigns. Last week, the Texas A&M Board of Regents announced a $1 million settlement with Kathleen McElroy. They also announced, uh, they also apologized for what took place. And so, what then happened was, what then happened was, they released this internal report, this internal review. Ooh, and that's when things got real interesting, folks. And so they began to lay out in this internal review what went wrong and what happened in the statements. And so then we began to discover the lies and the deceit that existed. So all the stuff that we were hearing, and it was so funny, I remember um, when uh, Kathleen, when she, um, when she, Kathleen Banks, when she addressed the faculty senate, uh, and I had posted on social media, uh, she was lying. I had a couple of people hit me and they say, well, Roland, how do you actually know she's lying? And I'm like, I've been a journalist for a long time. I know when folks start lying because they start making stuff up and it then it just makes no sense whatsoever. Well, now we know that. And now we know, and then the report shows that she was lying. It shows that she was extremely involved. It, the report shows that Kathleen Banks wanted to defer the hiring of McElroy until after the legislature. We also know that she then asked, said to the interim dean of the College of Liberal Arts, did he delete text messages between them? We also know that, based upon the report, that she then also made comments such as, we dodged a bullet. How dare she? Why would she go to the media? On and on and on and on and on. And we know that because of internal review, but what, what really stands out to me is that in this internal review, we also begin to see the comments from members of the Board of Regents. And so um, what, what then happened, again, so th this right here is called uh, Memo on 
uh, Kathleen McElroy. And so you can see this whole thing at www.tamus.edu forward slash internal dash review forward slash. Let me say it again. And I, y'all really ought to go watch it. Well, go look at it. www.tamus.edu forward slash internal dash review forward slash. It is absolutely stunning because um, it, it says in here, it gives you the whole timeline, gives you the whole timeline what actually happened. It shows you, again, text messages exchanged uh, where they talked about, um, you know, the publicity and things along those. It says right here, later in text messages exchanged on May 11th and 12th, 2023, Bermudez, who was the interim dean, conferred with Blanton, who was, the, who was then head of the department, and indicated that he had spoken with Banks, the president, and that she preferred not to have any publicity on the McElroy appointment until after the legislative session ended. Blanton expressed his concern that it could result in negative publicity for the university if we ask a famous black journalist not to share her exciting decision with the world. Not only that, y'all, a famous black journalist who is a graduate of the university. Bermudez reminded Blanton that there was no formal offer letter yet and explained his understanding of Banks, the president's motivation. In the text, quote, bottom line is the NYT connection is poor optics during this particular legislative session. So what Banks was saying was, she was saying, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't mention this because she worked for the New York Times. These white conservatives in Texas, oh my God, New York Times, the liberal New York Times, don't say it, don't say it. Back to my iPad. McElroy was not informed that her hiring was being delayed due to the legislative session. She was told the delay was due to administrative requirements and the need to process paperwork. She was lying. She was lying. You go through here, offer letter arrival, was supposed to be tenure, all those things. Then all of a sudden, Texas Scorecard published an article entitled Aggies Hire New York Times Diversity Advocate to Head Journalist of the Program. Oh, all of us, that was it. So then this conservative website begins to attack her as the DEI queen. And that's when things begin to happen. Then it says, back to the iPad, the Texas Scorecard article generated numerous calls and emails to the president's office at TAMU, including from the Rudder Association as a right-wing organization and other former students, raising questions about why a DEI proponent will be hired to serve as director of the new journalism program, not the fact that she had more than 20 years in the New York Times, not the fact that she was a top editor, not the fact that she was a former head of the journalism department at the University of Texas, tops in the states, not any of that. Oh, she was a DEI advocate. Let me be perfectly clear, y'all. The Texas a and journalism department was weak when I was there. It was. It wasn't even in the top. Let me be perfectly clear with y'all. The Texas a and journalism department when I was there was weaker than the University of Texas, North Texas State, Sam Houston, the University of Houston, and Texas Southern. I know, because I went to all of them. I saw their programs. We didn't even have a TV station. 
We didn't even have cameras for our television class. All we had was, we didn't have any radio station. All we had was a school newspaper. I'm speaking from experience. I didn't go there because the journal was in school. I went there because my brother was there. It was easy for my parents because we had three kids in college at the same time. It was easy for them financially to have us in one place at one time. That's why I went. I was a top student in my, in my, my magnet school communications. I was number one. I could have went to Texas, Northwestern, Missouri, Syracuse. We couldn't afford to. That's why I went. That and a scholarship. That's why I went. But I digress. So you go through this here, and all of a sudden, the review talks about how these regents started getting involved. Oh, in apparent response to regent inquiries on June 16th, Banks informed Bermudez in a telephone call that there was a potential problem with McElroy obtaining tenure at TAMU. From that conversation, the idea of shifting the position to a non-tenure track Professor of practice position emerged. It's unclear if Banks or Bermudas first suggested it. And here's the crazy thing. McElroy was actually fine with that. She just simply wanted to move forward. But Bermudas actually told her, referred to DEI hysteria, and made a comment about McElroy being a black woman who worked at the New York Times. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And that's when it went on. And what then ensued was absolute nonsense. What then ensued, folks, was some of the craziest things you've ever seen, massive lies taking place, and it leads to a million-dollar settlement with Kathleen McElroy. So these folks actually thought that with their apology that that was good enough. They thought with a million dollar settlement that that was good enough. Here in their report, these are the documents. They list the emails. They list the emails. Everything in here. All the emails in here. You name it. All of this stuff. Her letter from her. All of this stuff. Background. You name it. All of this stuff, it's all in the report. Now, here's what's hilarious. And I had an Aggie, some dude named Don. Who the hell was he? He sent me talking about how he, he was class of 59 and he did some research and, and he didn't like her DEI background and we don't have a black army or a white army. We got a U.S. army. There's some dude named Don Parsons. Some 86-year-old some white Aggie sending me, this, sending me this email complaining. I'm like, dude, I said, you don't know jack about journalism. You don't jack about DEI. What the hell are you talking about? But see, here's what's so funny. All these so-called conservatives in Texas, hmm, fiscal conservatives, y'all, they had to pay a settlement to Kathleen McElroy of a million dollars. Go to my iPad. Y'all, this is what she was going to get paid. First of all, they recommended a base salary of $150,000. Uh, let me tell y'all something. Ain't no way in the hell I'd take $150,000. No way in hell. Now, she was already at the University of Texas making $196,000. Okay? So, 
These fools had to pay her five times more money in a settlement than what she's making right now. They, let, let me explain something to y'all. If they had paid her the $196,000 salary, they could have spent a million dollars and had her for the next five years running the department, taking advantage of her expertise, yet what they just did was waste a million dollars of taxpayer money to have to pay a settlement. I am a native... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I still own my home in the Dallas area. I'm still registered to vote there. They wasted my money. Mama and daddy still in Texas, taxpayers. My brother, Texas, taxpayer. My three sisters, Texas, taxpayers. Aunts and uncles and cousins and nieces and nephews, they have wasted taxpayer money because crazy, deranged white conservatives lied about this woman... You know, my God, we don't like DEI. But y'all don't mind DEI on Saturdays. Y'all don't mind those black five-star and four-star recruits running up and down the field. Y'all don't mind DEI on the basketball court in March Madness. Y'all didn't mind DEI on the golf team that just led to the semifinals at, uh, for the Women's Golf Championship. Y'all don't mind DEI in sports, but now y'all got a problem with DEI. But if you, go, if you continue to go through, just don't go yet, I'm going to pull this up. Because if you start going through the documents, there are other things that you begin to see. You, you, you begin to see in here um, comments being made by certain people. You begin to see what people's really what the real position is, 
and their real standing is when it comes to comments. Mm. So let me do this for y'all because y'all going to love this here. What I'm about to show you are actual text messages that took place between two members of the Texas A&M Board of Regents. Y'all, these are actual text messages. And these, these, this is from uh, Rusty Surrett on Twitter. It says, text exchanges between Texas A&M Board of Regents Jay Graham and David Baguette. Graham wants the new journalism program at A&M to turn out, quote, high-quality conservatives, quote, to help direct our message. First of all, show the Board of Regents. You will see right there who they are. You will see David Baguette and Jay Graham. Yep, David Baggett and Jay Graham. You see them right there. So here they are. And so they're busted. In, so the text messages are in the report. So look at this here. Hmm. Some journalists with conservative values into the market. This won't happen with someone like this leading the department. Listen to this idiot, David Baguette. Now, again, y'all, this is a member of the Texas A&M Board of Regents. This is what he is saying to another member of the Texas A&M Board of Regents. And let me just tell you who David Baguette is, okay? Because he is the managing partner of Opportune LLP, a leading global business advisory firm focused on adding value to clients across multiple industries, industries with preeminence in energy. He has more than 40 years of professional experience in the energy space. None in journalism, none, none in media. This is what he actually puts in the text message. Based on limited info, I agree. Time out. You had limited info? You remember the Board of Regents? Oh, Jay Graham goes, they need to hear from all of us. This is unacceptable, and we can't allow it to happen. Kathy told us multiple times the reason we were going to combine arts and sciences and it was cut off here, is again, because they were trying to get rid of liberals. Oh, congrats, guys. Ready to kick some booty in regard to the info on journalism hire. I sent this to John and Kathy. Please tell me this isn't true, but since it is not April Fool's Day, I assume it is, I thought the purpose of us starting a journalism department was to get high-quality Aggie journalists with conservative values into the market this won't happen with someone like this leading department. Uh-oh. Now you're busted. Why, why is this important? Because Jay Graham and David Baggett 
you're members of the Texas and Board of Regents. You don't represent conservatives in Texas. You are supposed to be members of the Board of Regents for all of the schools in the system, including Prairie View. What that means is that these two individuals who want to only see conservative journalists are voting on matters impacting Prairie View A&M University and HBCU. What they are saying is, we don't represent anybody in Texas who is liberal or progressive. We only want to see conservative journalists. First of all, that ain't got nothing to do with who, what, where, when, how, and why. These two yahoos know nothing about journalism. These comments right here should disqualify them from being on the Texas and on border regions, and now I call for their resignations. And this is where black Aggies and other Aggies of conscience should say these two people cannot represent Aggies, cannot represent Texans on the border regions because they have an ideological bent. Now look, we all know Texas A&M is a conservative university. But these two are basically saying we only want to see conservatives being taught at this school. You've got more than 70,000 students in the Texas A&M University ecosystem. We ain't even talking about the whole system. Yet these two are busted in text messages saying this. With limited info, I agree. These folks need to go. These folks cannot serve on this board with any distinction whatsoever. And it is time for Texas A&M graduates to have the guts to say they must go. And who am I most disappointed in? It's a whole lot of folk who I am very disappointed in. And you know who I'm disappointed in the most? Not those two yahoos. I'm disappointed in this man, this black man, Bill Mayholmes, who became the first African-American chair of the Texas and the border regions. And this is, in this entire sad affair, he has been quiet. He's been saying nothing. He's made no public comment. Let me be clear. Oh, he's aware of what's going on because I sent him text message before I did this segment. And the same to Chancellor John Sharp. And the same to others at Texas A&M. Y'all want black folk out there repping the university. Y'all love to see us wearing the jerseys and the hats. You love to see Chris Middleton in the NBA. You love to see um, Miles Garrett in the NFL. You love to see Christian Kirk in the NFL. But what you're saying is we don't give a damn about black graduates if you try to come back and work for the university. And Bill Mayholmes, you ain't said nothing. Bill Mayholmes, have you checked your fellow board members? Bill Mayholmes, have you told your fellow board members what their role and responsibility is that they do not solely represent conservative interests? In fact, Bill Mayholmes, have you said 
There should not be an ideological bent in any conversations in the hiring of staff, in the hiring of faculty, in the curriculum, or any of that. You have said nothing. You have disappointed black former students. You have disappointed Aggies because leaders lead and they don't stay quiet. I'm speaking to somebody who is a member of the Texas A&M Journalism Ring of Honor. I'm speaking to somebody who was honored as the first black former student impact gala. So when you show up at our black former student events, why are you doing so if you're going to sit and be silent when these things happen? That was a black former student who they disrespected, and you, based upon the record, you have said nothing publicly. These two individuals, Graham and Baguette, must resign. I am not satisfied with a million-dollar settlement. Those two must go from the Board of Regents, and the pressure must be applied to put on them. And so here's what we're going to do. Every day, we are going to show you that phone number to Senator Dick Durbin. And every day, we are going to put the phone number and the email out of David Baggett, and Jay Graham and going to call on this audience to let them know it's time for them to go. Bill Mayholmes, the pressure's on you to stand up and lead. The pressure's on you to come address black former students. And I dare say right now, Chairman Bill Mayholmes, you and Chancellor John Sharp need to call a campus-wide meeting when school resumes to address this issue, and you should specifically address black students at the university and black former students. And I'll say it again to any athlete who's considering Texas A&M, as long as those two border regents members remain, and as long as Texas A&M does not fully address this issue, I do not want to see any star athlete consider attending Texas A&M. Sign letters of intent with other universities. Trust me, if Texas A&M loses one five-star prospect, loses one four-star prospect, all of a sudden, somebody's going to wake up. Because it's abundantly clear that all they give a damn about are black bodies earning them millions on the football field and millions on the basketball court. They don't care about black Texans or black Aggies anywhere else. And just like those black football players in Mississippi said, I'm not playing, as long as that Confederate emblem is on that state flag, that sucker was gone in a week. When those black players in Missouri said they were going to boycott, the president, the chancellor, out, who happened to be the former president of Texas A&M. Changes were made because the black athlete used their power and leverage and influence. 
I'm not satisfied with an apology. I'm not satisfied with a million dollar settlement. More needs to be done to atone for this sordid affair. And nothing can move forward unless these two folk show their photos, unless Jay Graham and David Baguette resign from the Texas A&M Board of Regents. They have made it clear as to what their ideological focus is, and it is not education, and it is not all Texans. It is a partisan viewpoint, and they must go. Comments from Julian Malvo first, Omakongo, then Renita. Well, these folks, they don't, they don't belong on the board, obviously. They, don't, they have no business mixing academia with their political or conservative views. Um, fr quite frankly, I think that uh, Bill Mahomes, he too needs to go. If he, as a black man, he's on that board, let's be clear, Roland, he's partially on that board because he is African-American. Given that, he has to stand up for African-American people. That includes the sister who they treated so badly, but also includes the students. So for him to be silent in the face of this disqualifies him as well. Now, the only argument I could give for keeping him would be the devil you know versus the devil you don't, who would they get instead. But university president gone, trustees need to go, he needs to go, and you, as a Texas A&M um, alum, Aggie, I guess y'all call yourselves. Um, but as, a, as an alum, you deserve uh, credit for shining light on this. A lot of people wouldn't. Shining light on this and making it clear that this black woman should not have been mistreated. She got her million dollars, but you're right, a million dollars is not enough. It does not excuse the behavior, and there have to be consequences for the behavior that transcend money. Congo. I mean, you know, at what cost white supremacy, right? I mean, at what cost? How, how much longer are people going to play these games and, and how much money are they willing to, to lose? You're talking about a million dollars. You're talking about more prestige, you know, loss to the university. I remember when you first started talking about this role and you said you learned more in your journalism school and high school and the work that you were doing there and how the famous journalist there was like a country star before you got there. So all of the work that you've done to build it and, and other people, and they just want to throw all of that away because this woman worked for the New York Times. And one of the things you also talked about, how they ignore, and they do this to all of us and all of our professions, ignore all of our other qualifications and single out one thing, that she worked for the New York Times. I remember hearing Keith Ellison talking about in Minneapolis, they spent over $100 million in police brutality settlements and lawsuits and the like, more money lost. You hear Ron DeSantis, everything that they're doing, they're about to lose AP courses and, and more money's gonna be lost. What At what point are white people who are part of these organizations and part of these companies going to stand up and say enough already? They are suffering, too. Lyndon B. Johnson said, I learned at a young age, if you can convince the poorest white person he's better than the best quote-unquote colored man, he won't realize you're picking his pocket. This is what's happening right now. And more white people need to be standing with you and with us and calling this nonsense out because everybody's suffering. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. When you support this type of ignorance, who are they going to get to replace them? You're talking about the athletes and other people who need to protest as they should. Who's going to come and lead that department? Who's going to have the credibility to lead that? Those guys have to go. And I think, Roland Martin, this is probably just the beginning as it relates to more text messages and the like. Probably that whole border region is going to have to go once this is all said and done. Renita. When we first talked about this story, I said that this needed to be investigated and that the border regents need to be investigated to see if they had any dealings with this. I said that because I understand the powers that the border regents has in every state and the power that they have over universities. Um, as a former legislator, I'm going to say that this investigation should not be done, and here's why. In that report, the, when I heard the phrase, we need to wait um, for this to happen until after legislative session is over, because this is poor optics for the legislative session, to me, what that tells me as a former lawmaker is that there are probably and likely legislators who were willing to abuse their legislative power, um, probably around funding for the university um, in reference to hiring uh, this person to be the, uh, to, to work for the university. And that sounds petty. You say, oh, no, they probably wouldn't lose funding in the budget over a decision to hire someone. But no, I've seen legislators, at least in the Georgia legislature, and all these legislatures are, are the same across the nation. Uh, what's happening is one frequently happens in others. I have seen legislators openly talk about abusing legislative power for less than making a hire that they would not have selected. So the next step of this really needs to be to investigate, to find out where there legislators who were directly putting pressure saying, we will not give funding um, or we will reduce funding in the budget for your university if you do not make hires that we deem will help us advance our political ideology. That's what really needs to happen. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and so, folks, uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm not backing down from this. Uh, you do not look. You, you don't see me wearing my Texas A&M ring. I have worn my Texas A&M ring every single day since 1990 when I got it. 
I'm not repping the university. My Texas A&M Journalism Ring of Honor has been removed from that, uh, from that mantle over there. You are not going to see me wearing Texas A&M gear, carrying the golf bag. Hell, I was playing golf the other day at a Texas A&M uh, uh, golf ball in the bag. Damn sure didn't play with it. This is the whole thing right here. I need black former students and other former students, and I need black former student athletes and other former athletes to also stand up. I'm telling you right now, here's what I know in this country, and I am purposely putting race on it because they targeted this black woman because she was black. And as simple as this here, if you want to get the attention of white folks in this country, especially white conservatives, you mess with the money. And when black athletes say Texas A&M is off limits, when black high school players say, I am not going to a university where there's a hostile atmosphere, if you are African-American or you're an African-American who dares to open your mouth or you're an African-American who's not conservative, then they will only pay attention. And so I hope every parent of any player who is considering Texas A&M, says no. Says no. We're not taking recruiting trips. We're not going to visit the campus. We're going to look other places. If that gets out, Jimbo Fisher will run to the Board of Regents and say, what the hell are y'all doing? I cannot compete. And I guarantee you, those same white conservatives, oh, they'll be up in arms, how dare they? But they don't want to go five and seven again. And we all know Texas A&M and all the college football, you can't win without black players. You know it, and we know it. This is a moment where we don't back down and where we fight. And as my frat brother Burton and Woodson Tandy said, we will fight until hell freezes over. And then we will fight on the ice. Speaking of fighting, when we come back, we will talk about the Montgomery Brawl. Next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. I'm Faraji Muhammad, live from LA. And this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey. We're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, the studies show that millennials and Gen Xers will be less well-off than their parents. What can we do to make sure that we get to children younger and that they have the right money habits? Well, joining me on the next Get Wealthy is an author who's created a master playbook. Be willing to share some of your money mistakes, right? If that's what, if that's what you have to lean on, um, start with the money mistakes that you have made, but don't just tell the mistake, right? Tell the lesson in the mistake. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, how are you being of service to others? Doing for someone beside yourself is such a big part of living a balanced life. 
We'll talk about what that means, the generation that missed that message, and the price that we're all paying as a result. Well, now all I see is mama getting up in the morning, going to work, maybe dropping me off at school, then coming back home at night. And then I really didn't have any type of time with the person that really was there to nurture me and prepare me and to show me what uh, a life looked like and what service looked like. That's all on the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, here at Black Star Network. This week on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, reparations, is it finally time? Two of the country's foremost authorities on the subject will join me to try to answer that very question. A powerful installment of The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, right here only on the Black Star Network. Hello, I'm Paula J. Parker. Judy Proud on The Proud Family. I am Tommy Davidson. I play Oscar on Proud Family, Louder and Proud. Hi, I'm Joe Marie Payton, voice of Sugar Mama on Disney's Louder and Proud of Disney Plus. And I'm with Roland Martin on Unfiltered. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, so I'm in Birmingham for the NABJ convention. 7 a.m., my phone goes off. Man, have you seen what happened in Montgomery, Alabama, which is right down the street from Birmingham? So apparently a black a blacks, a security guard was trying to arrange boats as terms of them docking. And so uh, this one boat, the folk did not want to move their boat. So this black guy tried to actually do it. And all of a sudden, several white men began to brutally attack him. And man, they did not see the black 54th coming. They didn't see it was a scene out of glory. They didn't see it was a 761st Battalion of Patton's Army. All of a sudden, Brothers and sisters came out of nowhere, and it wasn't nothing but a bunch of Nat Turner left and right, swinging left and right, rotate. That guy in the white shirt is crew from our little dinner cruise boat. He got off our ship to go over there to move that black pontoon boat on his own because those guys who parked there were told not to leave it there, and they left it there. 
So he's just pushing it off. That's funny. Took matters into his own hands. I love it. I hope the police give him a big old ticket. take place so that's their sh they're shooting on uh, on this particular boat so while the, they're watching this whole deal they're recording the entire argument you see these folks all the security guards but now leave the audio up security guards are all in his face they're watching this the next thing you know all of a sudden the fight is about to ensue and then this thing takes off like crazy now mind you his job is to make sure how the boats are being placed in there. These people dared to get an attitude because he started moving the boat. That's why they upset. And so you see all the pointing going back and forth. You see the arguing going back and forth. No respect for him whatsoever as a security guard. They want to do whatever it is they want to do. And all of a sudden, this thing about to get real physical real soon in about 30 seconds. And when this thing get, goes off, oh man, that's when stuff gets real wild. Now you see, multiple people are coming up to him and he's explaining to one guy and the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, they don't care. They're not listening, they don't care whatsoever. Then this happens. Go full screen.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Real quick, oh they God. whooping on these dudes. You gonna see in a moment uh, where guy in the red short, oh, he wants to avoid all no. these brothers. He jumps into the water to avoid them. She whooped her ass. She better put her in the water. You got in folks the running through. They getting cold cocked. Watch this. Uh-oh. Oh, oh damn. Oh, hell. They start backing off. A man in the red shorts start getting in the water. Now it's going to be a white woman in the red dress. She wants to get in on this. The brothers don't want to hit her. And then two sisters come strolling through saying, yo, we got it. We got it. Oh, my mama, these motherfuckers need to have 
She come running down right there in the white. Then all of a sudden, she jump in there. She about to end up in the water. Watch. That sister's dragging her up. She now in the water. Hey, I told y'all, uh, I told y'all what was going down. This thing got crazy. 
Uh, this thing got crazy. Uh, you, saw, you had chairs that were flying uh, as well. Uh, let me tell you something. It, it was unbelievable. Again, social media has completely, uh, completely blown up. Yeah, I tell you, if I type in chair right now in Twitter, I guarantee you this video here is coming up. Look right here, y'all. There have been folks sitting here taking pictures with the chairs. Uh, they were sitting here. Uh, I mean, all of that, uh, you, you've seen. Uh, here's another angle uh, of, of uh, folk uh, swinging. Uh, they were not playing around uh, in this battle in Montgomery uh, that took place uh, at the riverfront. Uh, and it was just, again, uh, unbelievable. And uh, look, the memes have been flying left and right. Uh, somebody put this tweet up. The National Museum of African American History and Culture already got the, the Battle of Montgomery chair on display. Uh, that's one of the memes. Uh, roll the next one, y'all. Come on. Uh, come on, let's go. Here we go. Uh, guns down, chairs up. Uh, we've seen that one. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, try that in a small town. Uh, Bloody Saturday, Montgomery. This brother already got a photo of the brawl on a T-shirt and already selling uh, uh, the shirt. Uh, and he says, on my way to Cracker Barrel to celebrate. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, you got the photos of George Floyd, MLK, Rosa Parks, and Malcolm X uh, on this image here. Keep going. Uh, we got this one right here. Back signal and help came immediately. My man threw his hat in the air and the cavalry came running. All right, next, let's go. Uh, have a seat, 1955, drop the lower third. Have a seat, 1955 in Montgomery. Have a seat, 2023. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next one, y'all. Let's go. Uh, more more, uh, more memes here. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. Uh, we see that. Not the SS dead ass pulled up in Montgomery. Uh, we got that one right there. Uh, keep going. What we got? What's the next meme? They're calling homeboy Aquaman. Guess what? We actually got a, a statement. That brother right there already has a publicist. Um, do y'all have it on the graphic up? From his publicist? Uh, heartfelt gratitude from the publicist of our hero. Y'all have it? Go ahead, pull it up. We hope this message finds you well and filled with joy as we come together to celebrate the remarkable act of bravery and compassion shown by Aaron, our cherished young hero. While I'm reading, y'all got the video of him swimming across that water? Um, in the face of adversity, Aaron selflessly came to the rescue of a fellow colleague, showcasing courage beyond his years. We are immensely proud of his actions and the values he exemplifies, standing as an inspiration to us all. Uh, show the video of him swimming. The overwhelming love and support pouring in from all corners of the state and surrounding areas have deeply touched Aaron. Your kindness and encouragement have shown him the power of unity uh, and the warmth of a caring uh, community. Uh, the outpouring of affection serves as a reminder that together we can create positive change and uplift one another. Uh, we, the publicist team, his parents, uh, along with, here's the video of Aaron doing his thing going across that uh, water. Uh, go right, come on, y'all, pull it up. Uh, we, the publicist team, his parents, along with his extended family, want to extend our sincerest uh, gratitude to each and every one of you for your unwavering support during this time. 
Your messages and gestures of appreciation have not gone unnoticed, and they have left a lasting impact on Aaron and his family. As we navigate the journey ahead, we kindly request the anonymity for Aaron to process and reflect on the whirlwind of emotions he's experiencing. We assure you that he will continue being a force for good in the world. Once again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Let's continue to spread love, kindness, and compassion, and together we can make a difference. Makina Lachey uh, is the publicist uh, for that brother right there. Uh, let's go back to some of the, the main... Y'all, I'm, I'm telling you, the tweets, the Instagram posts, the social media posts, y'all, have been absolutely crazy, hilarious. Uh, folks have been saying uh, Juneteenth uh, as, a new, uh, as a new date. Uh, I, th these black folks here cracked me up, and black and white folks. They did an actual reenactment, y'all. These black and white folks did, did a reenactment. They already don't. They already put with the audio. And I want y'all to watch the brother swimming. He gonna get out the pool. He gonna start wringing out his shirt. I'm telling y'all, yo, yo, folks have not wasted any time whatsoever. Uh, y'all, they even got, listen, look, y'all, they even dropped brawl training videos. And this sister here, I, I can't make it up. Watch this. This stuff just really, really pisses me off, right? Because all this really does is ignore and erases the disabled kids that want to participate, right? So what you're going to want to do, right? <sighs> if you have a crutch, you're going to take your crutch, you're going to put your hand at the middle, you're going to use your elbow like a fulcrum, then from one side to another. You see the momentum? Yeah. Okay. Next step is make it more accessible and inclusive. She said, let's make it more inclusive. Oh, my God, that was too much. Okay. All right. I came across this one here, y'all. Oh, dang, what happened to it? Okay. Y'all, I got to show y'all this here. My man has already put out, uh, it's called, uh, he's called Song A Day Man. It's called The Ballad of the Montgomery Brawl. The Ballad of the Montgomery Brawl. Listen. Montgomery brawl Cause slaves were disembarked there Right on that same pier The misplaced white entitlement Trickles down through the year But acts of solidarity Were not fixing all the past Take on waves of meaning Like kicking southern ass comes before the fall down at the Montgomery brawl speeding head first to a brick wall 
Fuck around, find out at the Montgomery Brawl. There's no happy endings, and there's no recompense. Just reflections of the times we live that make no fucking sense. But you can feel those punches and the men slam to the ground. The triumph of the human spirit as the chair comes crashing down. Heat wave, summer squall. Down at the Montgomery Brawl. Form up, stand tall. Just get yourself to the Montgomery Brawl. Swim, run, and skip and crawl. Fuck around, find out at the Montgomery Brawl. Just get yourself to the Montgomery Brawl. Yo, I'm telling y'all, okay, and here's how crazy it is, y'all. Seriously, folk been, folk, folk been sitting here. Uh, matter of fact, brother here, had to go ahead and respond to Jason Aldean. Listen. Tried the small town. Okay, they said y'all tried it. This is what happened. Okay. All right. Okay. This was too funny. They said, this is how them boys in Montgomery pulled up. Yo, yo, we play, we play all of it, y'all. Okay, hold up. Okay, hold up. Okay. Um, this is a great tweet. Black Twitter watching the Montgomery Brawl. Go. I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Betting on black tonight. I'm rooting for um, everybody black. All right, let's see here. Um, oh, I got a couple more. Okay, this is how stupid it is, y'all. People are literally texting me saying, play this one. Uh, okay. Uh, hold up. I gotta find... Oh, let me do this here. Okay, uh, cause there were some comments made. So, um, Stephen Reed is the mayor. Do y'all have the, ma the mayor's statement? Y'all have in the control room? Okay. Uh, pull it up, please. Uh, the mayor of Stephen... The mayor of Montgomery. So he's the first black mayor in Montgomery's history. Uh, Stephen Reed issued this statement. He said, last night, the Montgomery Police Department uh, acted uh, swiftly to detain several reckless individuals for attacking a man who was doing his job. Warrants are being signed and justice will be served. Uh, this was an unfortunate incident which never should have occurred as our police department investigate these uh, intolerable actions. We should not become um, desensitized uh, to violence of any kind in our community. Those who choose violent actions be held accountable by a criminal justice system. Now, the folks who were involved in this, y'all, um, they uh, actually, uh, all the folks out uh, are out. People, been, people have been sending um, information uh, talking about uh, the asking questions about the Montgomery Bail Project. Uh, they said that uh, individuals, uh, everybody is actually out of jail, so no one is still in jail, so there's no need to send resources uh, as well. Uh, again, uh, this here, uh, the y'all, let me see here. 
Y'all have it up. Let me see if I can try. I'm trying to switch. Uh, I got some stuff that's on my phone that people are sending me that I want to show y'all. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's a great photo here. Oh, well, let me see if I can pull this down. Uh, folks literally took the photo, took this here. Why this brother here get this photo of the chair, the image of Malcolm X holding an AK-47 uh, by the window? This brother took a picture with him holding a chair by the window looking out. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Uh, I saw some other videos, y'all, that have been making me holler and scream. Um, let's see here. Uh, I got to play this one. Give me one second. Give me one second. Uh, oh, this is a pretty good one here. Uh, somebody took the photo uh, from Good Times, uh, and they went to work. So you see right here, they got the Alabama Sweet Tea Party. That's what it's called. Uh, they got... <laughs> hey, all the people in the photo uh, sitting there dancing. Come on back, come on back. All right, let me see here. All right, let's see if I can find something else. Um, let's see here. Oh, my God. Uh, there are some other hilarious videos that I have seen. Um, this one here is uh, truly uh, funny. Let me go, maybe I can go to the beginning. All right, uh, pull it up. Alabama, bro. Honey, is it because I am an Alabamian or is it because I own a watercraft myself? Here's a deal. Y'all got what y'all deserve. Did you really think you was going to put your hands on somebody that was out there doing their damn job? Not just to keep you safe, but to keep everybody safe at that dock. Here's the problem. People get out there and start drinking out there on the water and come back and they done got, they done got big and bad. All right? But you met the wrong one that day, honey. You met the wrong one that day because there was people in places that needed to be put and they got put in their place. You get up on my face, I can't guarantee what's going to happen to you neither. Now, I don't condone violence, but that right there, Y'all got y'all got a show put on y'all, and that's y'all's damn fault. Don't get don't get up in nobody's damn face acting like you're gonna tell somebody what you're gonna do on his dime, on his damn dot. All right, that's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all get out there in the water and you act crazy, and come back and got that wet. Did y'all see that one man's Crocs? Lord, it looked like his Crocs got his ass whipped. Oh well, I don't know why everybody wants me to talk about this ah! Alabama bro. Oh yeah, I'm petty. Okay, all right, let's see here. I'm real petty. I got the what? Oh yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all saw the photo. My man had some Crocs. They beat the Crocs off his ass. Uh, look at this here. Lord have mercy, y'all. They beat the Crocs off of his ass. Uh, that is hilarious. All right, check this out. I just got this text message right here. Go to my, go to my, uh, go to my iPad. It says, "Oh, I'm ready. Just check the garage." And they BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Got a chair hanging in the garage. Uh, Somebody actually, uh, somebody worked with a company, they sent me that. They said one of their co-workers sent that to them. All right, hold up. Uh, I got another, um, I got another video. Um, all right, Jamal Bryant, uh, Jamal Bryant posted this one. Uh, I hollered when I saw this one, because uh, you know people got all the videos. Check this out. Go, go, go. Audio, come on. People on this list. The post and bail for 125 people? Is that a problem? Just a minute. There's some guy out there who wants to post bail on everybody we popped at that after hours joint. Well, who is he? I don't know. Some fancy color guy. He's probably some nut. Tell him how much it'll cost him, it'll probably run off scared. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, they are killing with all of the videos, the memes. Let's see here. There's another video that I saw that uh, I thought uh, was hilarious. Uh, go to my, go, play it. Mo was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, y'all really let Jason Aldean gas your heads up, huh? That was your first mistake. You don't take fighting tips from a fake cowboy who wears bedazzled skinny jeans. I love to see it. You know those idiots were on the boat all day listening to that song on repeat. I can't wait. I can't wait, Bubba, till they try that in a small town. We'll show them. (laughs) I've never seen a song taken away from a group of people so quickly in my life. You had a month. You had a good run. (laughs) Oh, and I already know what the comments are going to say in this video. How could you celebrate violence? Both sides were wrong. You're causing a divide. Why can't we all just get along? Do you know why there's so much glee and happiness and celebration after this brawl? Because the scenario never ends this way. And we've seen that one too many times 
where a group of angry white men go to attack an innocent black man. And in this case, an innocent black man who was just trying to do his fucking job. This isn't how the story usually ends. And that deserves to be celebrated. So you think about that before you say some shit like that. And understand why people are happy and people are celebrating. So, Mr. Aldean, it's time to whip out your notebook and pencil and write a new anthem. Anyways, bye. What happened in Montgomery? Tell y'all, uh, we, we, we didn't have that particular angle. Remember uh, when the white woman who's in the red dress, she came in there like swinging, and the brother, they kind of started like, nah, I ain't about to sit here and hit this woman. But then the sisters were like, don't worry about it, bro. We got this here. So let me go ahead and pull that clip up, all right? Play. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all, this thing has been crazy literally for the last 48 hours. Um, I, I, don't, hey, I, I don't know. Uh, I've been watching the reaction of Julian, Renita, and Omakongo. Uh, Omakongo, I'm going to start with you. Uh, this thing has been lit, and folk have been having a field day with the Montgomery Brawl. Man, you know, it's just like everybody said, it's like not condoning violence, but everybody has the right to self-defense. And, you know, really, the end of the day, the, the solidarity, what was amazing, I, I, I don't want to be like pouring, I don't know, I don't know, sadness on all of this, but I just get concerned about, you know, what could have happened if one of those guys on the boat had a gun in an open carry state, like this could have been a lot worse. And I'm concerned about the legal troubles. You know, there was one of the brothers who hit the white woman with a chair and what's going to happen, you know, should have got arrested for that. But at the end of the day, you know, people young, the, this is a different generation. And Joe Madison talks about this all the time. It's like the days of having to sit back and take it uh, are, are over, you know, and you've shown weeks, every, every week you got videos like this of people going nuts and black folks standing up for themselves. And if people are going to go down, folks have decided we're going to go down swinging. And this was a classic and latest example of that. I'm just glad nobody was strapped and that this didn't end up a, a lot worse. See, this and, is, you see, know, Jermichael Phelps did his thing. And, uh, <laughs> no, they, they called him Jermichael. Jermichael, <laughs> Michael, that was, that was amazing, man. That was, that was amazing. But I'm glad it didn't turn out worse. But, um, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the thing here, so Renita, the, thing. the thing here, Renita, is here. But and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this, and again, this is not glorifying. It's people like, oh man, y'all making light of it. No, we have shown now for multiple years, black folks barbecuing, a little black girl selling lemonade, a, a black man with his car one inch in the crosswalk. A black man at FedEx and a black man at UPS trying to deliver packages, getting shot at, getting threatened, getting cussed out, having the cops caught on them. Black folks have been, black man looking at some damn birds in Central Park and the white woman threatening to call the cops. Black people have been just doing their jobs, going about their regular black lives, and they've been, hell, we just showed the black guy 
in a neighborhood, they won't leave his ass alone fishing. I mean, like they have called the cops. And so people need to understand, black people are tired of being mistreated by white folks in this country. And guess what? They ran up against a brother and didn't realize, oh, they thought, oh, it's five or six of us. We can beat him down. No. The black posse came rolling through. Absolutely. And listen, not all lynchings have to happen with ropes. They were trying to lynch that black man by jumping on him and beating him, all of those people. And like you said, they thought it was just going to be them and they were going to be able to do this and there would be no consequences. But those people got every single thing that they earned from those black people. And you can call it condoning violence. I really don't care. They got everything that day that they earned. And so I'm glad that the community did come together to literally save this black man's life and also probably taught these folks a valuable lesson. Don't try it. So, you know, they all gave him something to work with, and I am here for it. Absolutely. Um, Julian. Well, you know, I have been cracking up. Uh, this, this is, But anyway, right on to the black people who came together. Shame on those crazy white boys who, as the girl said, they had clearly had been drinking. They had been doing something because what would possess them? Just move your damn boat. All you had to do was move your boat. You don't have, it didn't have to be a thing. It, the man was just doing his job. Um, black folks have had enough. Lots of black folks are standing up. And it, it, it felt good to watch Roland, I have to tell you. I'm not condoning violence, well, what, whatever. But uh, it felt good to watch black folks coming together and fighting back. And basically, that young brother who swam across the thing, you know, get him on the show. Let's hear from him. Uh, let's hear from some of these folks who are there. And right on to the sisters. I mean, that brother showed enormous restraint and not clocking the you-know-what out of that white woman, the red dress on. But the sisters had that. He, he was trying to be chivalrous. I don't know why. But the sisters had that. And when I saw that sister kicking, again, I'm not, I'm not applauding violence much. Bottom line is, they came in that man's defense. And I've seen other videos where white folks have been attacked, football games, drunk folks, and folks came to their defense. That's what this was. And if they did not come to his defense, they were going to beat the hell out of that brother. But I got to play one more video. I got to play one more. Here y'all go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, King J. Wells. Today, I want to teach you one of the moves that I saw uh, in the fight video, the, the key to having the best chair smack is leverage. Hands here, grip here, and then it's more like a, you know how you, like what is called ring around the rosy? You just wanna come up to here, then back up to here. So we're gonna try it again in slow motion, here. Matter of fact, let's watch the video. Let's see how he did it. Okay, so now it was more like a this. Then you pop a bitch. So it's like, Let's do it fast, you ready? <laughs> Let's do it fast again, you ready? You see my foot, you see? The main thing is the grip and the feet, hands. What'd you say, bitch? Yeah, so there you go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, hey, y'all, hey, I don't care what you say. Um, I think I gotta play one more, and I think, um, I think I gotta play one more. Um, I think there may be two more. Uh, but there was one, let me try to find it. 
that, that had me hollering. Um, now, uh, I'm letting Keenan know, because, you know, uh, YouTube, YouTube may put a block on us showing this video because uh, of music rights. Uh, but I just, I could not help myself. Hold on, let me see if I can, let me, let me try to get my, get my, uh, my screen share straight. Y'all check this out. Uh, look, black folk been real busy today uh, with these videos. I, Stephanie Mills sent this one out. Listen. this other one that I saw. Oh, man, where is it? Uh, oh, damn, this is a good one. I just got my open carry license. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right, come back. Okay, all right. Oh, this was trending for a while there. This was trending right there. Uh, Cuba, Scuba Gooding Jr. Come back, come back, come back. That was trending for a while. Scuba Gooding Jr. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Y'all, there's one more I saw. Oh, man, did I post it? Where is it? This one brother, y'all, he had a play-by-play -play of this here video. The play-by-play -play was fire. Oh, my God, I was crying laughing. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can find it. I, I just, and again, I'm a condo. I, I just, the, the reason I think black people have just been so, have been responding, just no chill. I mean, I'm talking about no chill at all, is because we have tolerated so much shit. We have turned our cheek. We have mm -hmm. backed up. We've de escalated situations. We've had these Karens jumping in black folks' faces and all this sort of stuff. Yep. And folk just tired of that BS. Absolutely. And, and to be quite honest, we are going to see more of it. I mean, everything that's going on in the, in the political space and the like, and, you know, some of these guys actually think they've been deputized by the police or something. And so they feel emboldened to just put their hands on us and they're, they're not even strapped. They just feel so emboldened to black bodies that they can do that. This man is an, an employee. And like we all said, what would have happened if they didn't, if people didn't jump in? I mean, they could have beat him up so badly and just could have fell into the water and drowned. And this is happening everywhere, every single place we go. People who are not even law enforcement, it's like they've been emboldened watching those videos with the police and so on and so forth to feel that they can do anything to us anytime, anywhere. And too many... 
too many of us are saying enough. I can't think of any, but any black person I know who would not have intervened in that situation because we're just tired of it. And people have been watching a lot of these videos from, you know, like the 60s and stuff where so many of our people had to take it. And they think that that's just going to repeat itself. And that ain't it's just, it's just ain't real anymore. Uh, ain't. I, I, absolutely, uh, Renita. And uh, but let me also remind people, while a lot of folks have been commenting, this is the same state as we speak that's trying to keep a black second congressional district out of black folks' hands as well. So we ain't just catching hands on the river. We catching hands in the legislature. Right. And you know what? I bet the part where you mentioned about how this is the first black mayor of Montgomery, I bet you that has something to do with tensions probably rising in the area. And it's the white lash yeah, that we Donald always... Yeah, Trump was there Saturday night. Right, exactly. And it's a white lash that we always talk about. First black mayor of Montgomery? Come on. Like, we know what that means. And so and at the tonight, end of the day... there's a candidate's form. At the end of the day, all that happened is Jason Aldean let these Jim Crow relic throwbacks get mollywopped. He walked them right into getting mollywopped. That's what happened. Um, Julian. I love it. I mean, the mayor is a relatively young brother. He's very good. I've met him a couple of times. He's really on, on the ball. So he managed to put out a nice statement that just basically said no room for violence. But, you know, the statements have, that have been powerful are these videos you're showing, the things that people have to say, the lessons about how to use a chair as a weapon. Uh, black folks have had enough. They really have had enough. And I've seen too many older black people, my mom, my grandmother, swallow in the face of this kind of ignorance, swallow it. I remember my grandmother once, um, this woman made her move her car. And I was like, Grandma Rose, it was like maybe 67. I was like, oh, hell no, Grandma Rose, don't move your car. But she, rather than get into it with a white woman, she moved her car. And, you know, I had a can of you-know-what, but I was a kid. But in any case, I've seen too many Black people have to swallow. What these folks are saying is, we're not swallowing the spit anymore. We're not swallowing it. And good for them, good for the community for coming together. Just, it, 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 it feels good to watch. It just really feels good to say, this time we stood up. Um, absolutely. Uh, and it is uh, great uh, that that happened. And, and just so folks know, um, this is only so fitting. Uh, and maybe... Uh, I will end the show with this one, uh, which I think is a great... I think, I think this is probably the most appropriate way uh, to end the show um, by showing you this important historical fact that the person who patented the folding chair was a black man. Nathaniel Alexander from Lynchburg, Virginia patented the folding chair According to his patent, Nathaniel Alexander designed his chair to be used in schools, churches, and other auditoriums. His design included a book rest that was usable for the person sitting in the seat behind. It was ideal for church or choir use. Below, you can view the patent drawing of Nathaniel Alexander's folding chair. And we now know, Nathaniel, as you are an ancestor, your chair has been used to whoop ass on the riverboat, on the docks, where black slaves were sold in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm, some stuff just come full circle. Macongo, Renita, Julian, I certainly appreciate y'all joining us on today's show. Thank you so very much. Uh, thank all of y'all for tuning in. Clearly, a lot of y'all wanted to hear this conversation. Almost 8,000 of y'all watching right now uh, on YouTube. Hey, since all of y'all now watching, 
I want y'all to support us in what we do. Mainstream media ain't been covering this. Your dollars matter, all y'all, all your 8,000 people. And listen, this real, I'm trying to tell y'all, This look, we do this every single day. To everybody watching right now, we do this every single day. Black news every single day. So if y'all came back, listen to me clearly, if we had eight to 10,000 people watching our live every single day, our revenue would be so much higher and we could fund this. And so I appreciate all y'all watching, but guess what? The person directing, the person playing the video playback, the person who compile all these videos, they actually require a salary. And so, we would love for y'all to chip in. Our goal is to get 50,000 of us, excuse me, 20,000 contributing 50 bucks uh, each on average for the year, $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. If you got a dollar, put a dollar on it. Five, 10, 25, 50, you can give more, that'd be great. But if y'all wanna support black-owned media that covers the stuff that matters to you, then we gotta put our money where our mouth is and not just comment in the chat. So please send your check and money order. P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo, RM Unfiltered. Zelle, rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And so, again, we appreciate all of y'all watching, but when you're watching just to be watching, it don't help us stay alive and be here every day to cover the stuff that matters to you. So again, y'all come back tomorrow, because guess what? We here, same bad time, same bad channel, same bad place, keeping it real, keeping it black, keeping it unfiltered. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.